Buongiorno. I'm Ben Slotnick. You are listening to Slotty the Body as I preview and predict the two Big Ten Friday night men's college basketball games on January 14th, 2022. First, the Nebraska Cornhuskers at 6-11 overall, 0-6 in Big Ten play. Visit the 7th-ranked Purdue Boilermakers at 13-2 overall, 2-2 in Big Ten play. The Boilers open up as 20.5-point favorites over the Huskers. Entering tonight's game, the Cornhuskers are 5-40 in Big Ten play under head coach Fred Hoiberg. Now, despite being 13-2 overall, Purdue has covered in just 7 of their 15 games and have failed to cover in 4 consecutive contests. Purdue has won their last 4 home games against Nebraska by at least 12 points each. Now, the Cornhuskers' six Big Ten losses this season are split between unranked and ranked teams evenly. First, the unranked. 13-point loss to IU in Bloomington. 35-point loss to Michigan in Lincoln when Michigan scored over 100 points against the Huskers. And Nebraska had a 28-point loss to Rutgers at the rack. Yet, for some reason, Nebraska fared much better against top 25 Big Ten opponents. Nebraska lost by 12 against number 10 Michigan State at the Breslin Center in East Lansing. The Huskers trailed by just four at halftime. Then Nebraska had an eight-point overtime loss to the 13th-ranked Buckeyes in Lincoln. They trailed Ohio State by two after 20 minutes of play. In their most recent home game at Pinnacle Bank Arena, Nebraska had a 10-point loss to number 25 Illinois. They led the Illini by three at halftime. Nebraska covered all three losses against the ranked Big Ten opponents. Now, Nebraska, though, has allowed 38 or more second-half points in eight of their nine games, eight of their last nine games, including 40 second-half points against Kennesaw State, which was the Huskers' most recent victory. Three-point shooting has been remarkable for Purdue as the Boilermakers are one of five teams in Division I men's hoops to have a three-point shooting percentage of over 40. On the other hand, three-point shooting for the Huskers has been a nightmare as Nebraska is one of 33 Division I men's hoops teams to have a three-point shooting percentage of 29.0 or lower. But in their last four games, Nebraska has shot a cumulative 36.3% from beyond the arc on 76 three-point field goal attempts. Nebraska will attempt at least 23 pointers and they will make seven or more. The Huskers will finish with a three-point percentage of at least 33.3% in this game at Mackey Arena. Because Purdue's three-point defense struggled mightily against Incarnate Word and Nichols, I see another lackluster performance of three-point defense from the Boilermakers in tonight's game. But ultimately, Matt Painter and the Boilermakers win this game by double digits because of their size advantage in the paint. Nebraska's leading scorer and freshman guard Bryce McGowans has attempted 15 or more field goals in three of the Huskers' last four games. He finishes the game's shooting 7 of 17 from the field, including a pair of three-point makes, but it obviously won't be enough. My bold prediction of the game is that Nebraska will not lose either half by more than 12 points. Final score, Cornhuskers 76, Boilermakers 89 in a high-scoring affair in West Lafayette. Nebraska has shown that they are capable of hanging in there with the top teams in the Big Ten, and the Huskers will do so once again. But ultimately, Nebraska remains winless in conference play. To Champaign, Urbana, Michigan Wolverines at 7-6 overall, 1-2 in Big Ten play. Visit the 25th-ranked Illinois Fighting Illini at 12-3 overall, 5-0 in Big Ten play. Illinois opens up as 9.5-point favorites. Nine of the last 11... 
Illinois games have hit the over, and five of the last six Michigan games have hit the over. The over-under in this game is 144.5, pretty high. The Fighting Illini have won three straight over the Wolverines entering tonight's matchup. Now I'm going to put the spotlight on Michigan point guard Devontae Jones. He may not want it, though. In two of the last eight games, the former Chanticleers starting point guard and current Wolverines point guard Devontae Jones has played 25 or more minutes and failed to score. Jones was first-team All-Sunbelt and Sunbelt Player of the Year last season with Coastal Carolina, but the transition from the SBC to the Big Ten has been a rude awakening for Jones. In the loss at Rutgers, Jones played 31 minutes, went 0 of 3 from the field, recorded one rebound, two assists, three personal fouls, and a turnover. And in the dreadful 11-point victory over the Tarleton State Texans, Jones played 25 minutes, didn't attempt a single shot, Recorded four rebounds and assists and five turnovers. Frankly, one of the worst single-game performances from a player that I've ever seen in Michigan basketball. Also, Jones is 13 of 21, shooting 62% from the free-throw line this season. In his last two seasons with the Chanticleers, he was a B-plus free-throw shooter. Sophomore year, he went 86.7 from the line, and junior year, 86.2% shooting from the charity strike. He has played well below expectations in practically every category with the Wolverines, although he is starting to get his three-point shot together, but we'll see if that continues. Before the Rutgers game, Jones had three straight solid performances, even though two of the three were Michigan double-digit losses. Jones, in this game against Illinois, will turn the ball over three or more times for the first time in six games, but Hunter Dickinson scores at least 20 points for the fourth time in seven games. Eli Brooks Scores 13 or more points in an 83-71 to 71 Wolverines loss. Illini, the Fighting Illini improved to 6-0 in Big Ten play. The Wolverines will be off to their worst 14-game start since the 2007-08 season. That was well before John Beeline had the Wolverines as top contenders in college basketball. So the Cornhuskers cover the Michigan-Illinois game hits the over. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I'm Ben Slotnick, you listen to Slide of the Body.